Hello everyone, Patriot Underground here. So before we begin the show, I wanted to take a quick moment to remind everybody to check out PatriotSwitch.com. Click the link in the description and begin your journey making the switch to purchasing your personal and household products from a patriotic company who shares your value system and doesn't funnel your money directly into evil operations that are designed to destroy us. This is a no-brainer, folks. I made the switch and I couldn't be happier. And as I said, I only come out and support something that I personally use and believe in. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. PatriotSwitch.com. All right, folks, enjoy the show. Patriot out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is July 21st, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So I'm going to take you guys with me on a little coffee chat this morning, have a little bit of time, and I thought I would share some thoughts about where we are in this journey together. It's been an incredible, incredible year, and it's hard to believe, actually, that it's getting toward the end of July. My goodness. I can only imagine what the rest of this summer is going to hold how many things are going to unfold between now and, well, I guess election 2024. That's really the main thing that all of us are looking at right now and sort of wondering how much of this is going to transpire and what timeline and what sequence of events as we typically do, but also recognizing that with the next presidential election on the horizon and the circumstances and multiple different fronts of this war escalating dramatically, we know that we are in the final phases. We know that as far as history is concerned, we are minutes to midnight and we're about to witness the fall of the cabal that we have been talking about and really working toward now for the past couple of years together on this journey. It's been an absolutely amazing wild ride and it continues. And even though a lot of us thought that By this point, all of this would have been resolved and we would have already seen military intervention. We would have already had the EBS, EAS. I think that we've all come to appreciate despite our anger, despite our frustration, despite our criticism of the White Hats, so many things that we could say. We have to admit that through this whole process, we have grown and evolved and changed and transformed really by virtue of coming together, by getting closer to God, by having these types of conversations and elevating not only our own consciousness, but really the consciousness of the masses, the frequency of the world, the energy, everything is changing as we enter into this new era, this incredible golden age. And this is something that I continue to remind myself every single day because I need those types reminders. And I think we all do. I think that's a big reason why so many of you tune in and you listen to these chats because amidst all of the chaos and confusion, amidst all of the MK ultra programming, cognitive dissonance and disinformation and fog of war, deception and gaslighting, we need a place to go where at least for a little while the world feels like it's in the right place or like we're moving in the right direction or everything sort of feels more balanced than it typically does. And I think that for some reason, I'm able to offer that in my analysis and my perspective 
I think the reason is that I've been accepted by the Lord as a willing vessel in order to, to do this type of work. And it's not really me that's speaking, but I suppose that's a conversation for another day. Folks, I really am more confident than I've ever been. And I know that a lot of people out there have had their confidence shaken. I know that a lot of people at one point in time had a lot more faith perhaps even than they do now. And I think part of what the Lord has tasked me to do, at least the way that I view it, is to try to remind everybody what this is really all about. And in that process, somehow recalibrate internally the members of my audience and uh, and in the process myself as well because if you think that uh, if you if you think that I don't need to hear myself even saying the things that I say on these podcasts you're wrong I mean I I offer my thoughts but so often my thoughts are really just kind of reflective of what I think that I need to be reminded of it's not me pontificating to all of you telling you hey I got it all figured out listen to listen to me I'm the one who's going to set you straight no it's a conversation with myself every bit as much as it's a conversation with you. As a matter of fact, that's how they all started, these coffee chats. That's, they began as uh, conversations with myself. And then I realized that that conversation was a lot larger than I had ever given it credit for. That there's so many people out there who are thirsty for the truth, hungry for it. Ravenous, you might even say for honest, truthful conversations. And I know that people don't tune into my show because they're looking to get the, uh, the bona fide truth that it's going to be, that everything that I say is just written in stone. That's not why people tune in. I think they tune in because they're having the same sort of questions. Hearing me talk about these things we come together and we we think about everything that we've been through. Something incredible happens in that process. There's a not only a connection that's built between all of us, but I think a a strength, a resilience continues to build. And really, what is strength? You know, when you think about it, oftentimes. I mean, that's, it's been a part of my daily prayer for a long time now is, is praying for strength. And, and I know I've had some people say to me, you know, be careful what you pray for, because uh, sometimes, you know, God will answer your prayer. He'll give you strength, but he'll also put you through trial and tribulation in order for you to get that strength. Yeah. I certainly respect that. And I've, I've thought a lot about that, but, you know, the concept of strength itself, what, it, what is it really? It's resilience to everything that, that happens to us in life and the ability to, to rise above it, the ability to transcend it. And in that process, become a better person, a stronger person, a more full human being. I mean, that's what this is really all about. That's what it's been about this entire time, this whole operation, everything that's uh, caused us so much pain and suffering and everything that we've been disillusioned about 
it's all been geared toward exactly that. I think this operation, this whole Q operation has never really been man's plan, even though it's been manifested by the White Hats and really ultimately by us. It's always been God's plan. And God knows better than we do what we need. And not only that, how to give it to us. Yeah, the cabal mindset is that if you want something, you feel like you're just entitled to it. You don't want to feel a certain way, so you just kind of feel upset over the fact that you're feeling a certain way. And that's the cabal mindset, but that's not God's mindset. I think that the greatest gifts that we get, that we receive by our creator are always the byproduct of discomfort, of pain. That's the way that God gives gifts not always. I mean, obviously, he gives blessings. He blesses us tremendously. Don't get me wrong. But the strength, the real gift of strength, which is resilience, is given to us through experience. That's what God does. He teaches us through experience. He doesn't just give us virtue. We have to earn that virtue. We have to go through our lives and we have to navigate and grapple with everything that's happening to us, everything that's happening in the world. We've done that our entire lives on an individual basis, but since 2020, and I mean, for other people, it started earlier, maybe, when the Q drop started. But since this great awakening process has accelerated, that's this individual process, this individual journey that we've been on suddenly became a collective journey. And yes, we've been suffering over these past several years. I'm not here to lie or gaslight anyone and try to tell you that you haven't been suffering, that you haven't been going through all this pain. I know that you have. But what I challenge people to do is to recognize that through that process, through all that discomfort and all of that pain and all of that suffering, what's happened to you? Have you become stronger or have you been weakened? Have you grown spiritually or have you contracted spiritually? Have you made connections in your life with people that you never even imagined were possible? Or have you not? Have you developed a much more mature and less naive view on how this war is being fought on the spiritual elements on the growth that has to take place or have you not to put it simply are you a better person a stronger richer more full human being than you were or not and i think that if we're really being honest with ourselves despite the fact that we may hate what we've gone through and we may hate where we are right now and i don't use that word like Despite that, God is deeper still. And he always, always is faithful to those who love him. 
And what does that really mean? It means that if God brings you to it, he could bring you through it. That is the essence of faith. That is the, un, that is the answer to all the unanswered questions. That's what provides clarity. When seemingly there's nothing but fog and confusion. God always delivers his blessings to his children. And the lessons that we learn in the process shape us and mold us and form us into the people that we needed to become in order to be awake and alive and present and ready and prepared and motivated to do the work that we're doing now, which is saving the world. And all of us have a part to play. See, some people hear that and they say, oh yeah, saving the world, they, they just... They're so cynical that they view everything through that lens of hyperbole. That's another thing about the, the Kabbalah's mindset is they trained all of us to just instantly criticize each other. To instantly nip at each other's heels to try to cut it, each other down instead of raising each other up and supporting each other. They created a world of constant suspicion where we look at each other as the problem, as the enemy, as the adversary. While they sit on top of it all, playing us all like puppets, manipulating us into doing everything contrary to our best interests. And that's putting it mildly, as we all know. But that's what this whole Great Awakening is about. That's what this experience is. That's why you're tuning in. That's why you're listening to these conversations. That's why it matters. That's why we have completely revalued what we place importance on or what we place importance on. Away from the material. And toward the interpersonal, the relationship, the communication, the communion with each other, knowing each other, discovering each other's passions, and valuing that, having a desire to want deeper levels of human connection, instead of persisting in a world where we're constantly being torn away from each other. People need to understand that we are each other's greatest gifts. The fact that we get to experience this life, this consciousness, and manifest together the passions in our heart. That's what this life has always been about. That's what God had always intended for his children and what the devil has sought to destroy since the beginning of time. To pull us away from each other because he fears our power together. He fears who and what we are. But most of all, he fears our discovery of who and what we are. Because the minute that we discover, the minute that we embrace each other, the minute that we shed all of their fraud and all of their deception and all of their gaslighting, and all their wickedness, and all of their evil. 
and we see each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. And even for people out there who aren't Christians, I've said it many times, I could care less what your personal relationship is with God because it's personal to you. The only thing that matters to me is that you're a decent human being, that you have heart, you have decency, you have integrity, you have love inside of you. And if that's who you are, then you are my brother, you are my sister, you are my family. And I believe that all of us have it. But I think that the enemy has warped this world so savagely and destroyed so much of what God intended for his children that so many of us can't even begin to think this way. And instead of rejecting the world, and that's the thing, that's the beauty of what we did, the pre-awakened. We rejected the falseness of this world. God tapped us on the shoulder. He opened our eyes, but it was our free will that chose to recognize it. And even more so, it was our free will that chose to never, ever back down from the truth. Because if we back down from the truth, if we don't hold the line, not only are we letting down ourselves, we're letting down all of humanity. And we're letting down all of the future of humanity. Someday people are going to look back at this era that we're living through right now. In a similar way, but on a much grander scale, as we look back at the veterans, let's just say of World War II. The people who stormed the beaches of Normandy, who made the ultimate sacrifice, who put principle and honor and truth and goodness before themselves, before their own lives. Someday people are going to look back and they're going to listen to these types of conversations. They're going to read stories about what we did. And there's going to be an, a universal recognition of how incredibly, incredibly important it was that in the final moments before humanity didn't have or wouldn't have had any ability to fight back in the 11th hour at the very last second when our back was up against the wall, we chose to fight. We chose the truth. We chose honor. We chose decency. We chose good over evil. And that's the beauty of who we are. We rejected the lie. And in so doing, we met God's prerequisite. That's why he chose us, because he knew our heart. 
And he knew that no matter what the enemy threw at us, no matter what they did to us, no matter how they attacked us, that they would never be able to sever our connection to our creator, our loyalty, and our passion for everything that's just and true. And that's who we are. That's what we represent. That's what we continue to fight for. You can never, ever forget that. So as all of these things are continuing to unfold, we're having conversations about all the different theaters in this war, everything from the Russian offensive to cocaine in the White House and all of the insanity mixed in there, as we know, that really isn't even intended for us. We have to remember what's truly important. And that's why, you know, I dedicate lots of podcasts. I have different formats, but I dedicate time and energy and passion to this format, to these types of conversations that may not be breaking down the latest news. I have situation updates and situation analysis reports, and I love doing that. And I know that my audience loves the way that I break down the information, and I'm grateful. But to me, what's even more important than that are these conversations where we get right down to the essence of what this is really all about, what this struggle and what this war represents, how we navigate it, how we've navigated it, how it's changed us, and how we need to continue pressing on the necessity of our will to fight is more important than anything. Because at the end of the day, folks, yes, this is an information war, but we all recognize that at a deeper level and at a much more important level, this is a war over spirituality. This is a war between good and evil that's been raging since the beginning of time. And here we are. We're the generation after countless generations. We are the one that was chosen. Sure, it's not as if we started this fight. It started long before us. The baton has been handed many, many times. And I don't think it's even possible for me to articulate the respect that I have for those who came before us, who got us here, the people who stood up at a time when it really would cost you your life, where you really would have your family targeted and your job and everything destroyed. There were people who were brave enough, who couldn't ignore the rage that they felt in their heart at the evil that was being perpetrated against an unsuspecting public. They chose to make that ultimate sacrifice. And because of that sacrifice, we're here. You know, I think as time goes on, and I, I talked a little bit earlier about valuing each other and changing our mindset. I think it's so important for us to develop develop that new mindset, to reject the cynicism, to reject the constant bickering and arguing over things that in essence don't really even matter. 
and to recognize that that's just another manifestation of the enemy getting us to play their game. And we need to stop playing their game. and We need to redefine what the game is. And there are so many great patriots out there who are doing that as we speak. And what we're battling against and what we're battling through, quite frankly, because there really is no easy way around it. I mean, that's, that's the truth about life. Some things you just have to go through. There is no easy way. The only way is through the eye of the storm. I mean, heck, the minute I decided, the minute I learned that lesson in my own life, that's when things started to change for the better. When I finally figured out that I couldn't avoid the things that I wanted to avoid. Because that wasn't God's will. He brought me to it so that he could see me through it so that I could one day look back and I could realize why I had to go through it. And the virtue in that lesson. And that's what this whole thing is all about. That's what this whole past couple of years has been about. We've all changed. We've all become stronger, fuller, richer human beings. Not in a monetary financial sense. I think that's going to come. I think that abundance, what the QFS and Asara and Jasara are going to bring in, is going to radically change that element. But that's not really what wealth truly is. It's just another lie. Another aspect of the enemy mindset that we've been saddled with our entire lives, thinking that value is associated with coins and paper. Value, what makes life worth living, is connection. One heart with another. One mind with another. One spirit with another. That's what it's all about. That's why even though someone may have millions of dollars, they still feel empty inside. Or why when somebody has that millions of dollars and they can go out and buy a big house and buy a fancy car and whatever else so that they can show it to you, so that they can share it with other people. It's a substitute. But what all of us deep down inside know is missing and has always been missing in our lives, which is a true sense of community. And not just at a local level, not just in our own neighborhoods. I mean, all of that's important and it's, it's wonderful, but I'm talking about a worldwide human community where people actually feel connected to each other, where people feel goodwill toward one another. Where we learn from each other, where we celebrate each other. That's really what it's all about. And yes, you need money. I mean, nobody, nobody wants to be poor. Please don't misunderstand what I'm suggesting here. I mean, I probably more so than a lot of people out there have talked about the debt prison, have talked about the ways in which we've been oppressed and persecuted. How they've constantly been attacking us with silent weapons and keeping us sick 
keeping us in fear and keeping us poor, keeping us dependent so that we don't have the confidence to be able to stand up for ourselves, to come together. Everything that they do is designed to weaken us. And in terms of the Great Awakening, I honestly believe that there's a, there is a recognition of that that's happening all over the world. People are just tired of listening to the same old liars tell the same old lies. Insulating themselves in their own interest and representing entities that have nothing to do with our best interests. In fact, that are completely in conflict with our best interest. And we've been told our entire lives that all of these initiatives and all of these things that the politicians want to do with the direction that they want to take us and hurt us like sheep, like cattle is in our best interest. And that they're just our benevolent leaders that we elected. I mean, come on. How many of us actually even believe that anymore? Even the people out there who are the normies, even the people out there who are asleep. Sure. Some of them still do. But throughout this entire process, there's been this gradual realization that it's all a lie. And that's why we're seeing humanity rise up and revolt all over the world. Sure, it's happening in other areas faster than it is, let's just say, here in the United States. But that doesn't mean that it's not coming. We all know it. We all can sense it. We all know what's going to happen when the banks continue to fail, when people can't get their money out, or if there's a Cuban Missile Crisis 2.0 scenario and a threat of a nuclear exchange. And then, of course, all of this disclosure about pedophilia, industrial-scale human trafficking, adrenochrome, and a probably a million other things that are going to come out in the process. We all understand very well what this is going to do, at least theoretically. We don't really know what it's going to look like necessarily, but we all understand what this is going to do to the world, what it's going to do to society, how it's going to fundamentally change things forever. And it's just over the horizon now. We don't have much longer to wait, folks. I've made the argument. And there have been several others out there who have made similar arguments. I don't even think it's that hard to lay out the case that we're not going to make it to 2024, to the election of 2024, without military intervention, given everything that's happened. You've even got, and I mentioned this before, people like General Flynn coming out openly, making these statements about a black swan event. This country is not going to survive another round of what happened in 2020 and 2022. And I think that the only reason that things haven't completely unraveled up until this point is because the critical mass of patriots out there still believe in this operation. And red lines that I've talked about many times haven't been crossed and so, therefore, we are waiting on one level to see how all of this is going to unfold. Not 
sitting on our hands, not doing nothing, but actually doing exactly what we're engaged in right now and recognizing that that's our role. And as I've said before, should that ever change? Should we ever have to pivot and move in a different direction? Well, then so be it. I have complete confidence that American patriots and patriots all over the world will rise to that challenge if it ever became our call. But I don't believe that it is. And I, don't, I also think that most, excuse me, most patriots, most people out there are in agreement with me. Our role is to be digital soldiers. And we've done an incredible job, folks. I have to say, I mean, you know, there's a saying that you can't really see the full picture when you're inside the frame. And so therefore you need other people. And sometimes, you know, the perspective of time and the ability to look back to see things clearly because you're so intimately involved with the process that it's nearly impossible to recognize the significance of what it really is, what it really means. But I'll tell you something, folks. What we've accomplished together, what we've done for humanity, what we continue to do, albeit perhaps on a small scale individually. And, you know, even with me, I recognize that I have, a, I have a growing podcast and a growing audience, but it completely pales in comparison to others out there. I know that what I do is on a relative small scale. That doesn't bother me. That's never been what this is about. It's never been about getting attention or being able to beat my chest, act as if I'm the man and I'm the one who's doing all of these things, making it about me and about ego. That's the antithesis of what this is about. But I simply can't deny or downplay the importance. I mean, if, if podcasts like this and conversations ultimately like this weren't happening and the sharing of information and the desire to walk hand in hand spiritually on this quest wasn't there. This plan would go nowhere. It would have to be a different plan. Not an alliance between the military and the people. And quite frankly, Trump not won in 2016. That's what would have happened, folks. We never would have had the opportunity to have this great awakening. This time in our life that even though we curse it right now, I think we're going to look back on it as the most significant transformative era in all of human history that we pioneered. We led the charge. We accepted and walked into the office that God had built and designed for us and tailored our experiences throughout our life in order to prepare us for. It's incredible. And so how we gauge victory, how we gauge progress is also something that we need to revisit on a pretty consistent basis because we're constantly we have the enemy trying to convince us that we're not making any progress, that we're losing. We have infiltrators in our own movement who are doing that. And every time something positive happens, they're the first ones there to try to tear it down or try to act as if we shouldn't believe in it or we shouldn't celebrate it. 
And I'm not suggesting, I mean, look, everybody has their right to their own opinions and their analysis. I'm not here to tell anybody what to, to think or how to express themselves. But I think it's pretty obvious that that element does exist in the Patriot community. And that's also something that we need to battle against and not allow ourselves to get sucked into that negativity. Because that's the, 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 the truth, folks, is that we have a choice. And I know this is a concept that I've talked about in the past, but we have a choice between gravitating toward faith and positivity and optimism and the recognition of our victories, or we can go on being cynical. We can look for every reason not to think that any progress is being made. And guess what? It's like my mother told me when I was growing up. Same thing her mother told her. It takes effort to be an optimistic person. It's easy to be negative. It's easy to find the fault in everything, to be suspicious and to be cynical about everything. I'm not telling people that you shouldn't be critical. I'm not telling people you shouldn't exercise your discernment. That's vitally important. I've shared with the audience, I pray for discernment every single day for God to sharpen that, that tool, that spiritual tool. But that doesn't mean that every single thing that happens needs to be criticized, needs to be cut down. I think that is exactly what the enemy wants. They don't want us to celebrate or, or even acknowledge or recognize anything positive that's happening, our victories. And I'm here to tell you, folks, we've had many. And that we are winning this war. And that's why they're so desperate to convince us that we're not. Because this is how they operate. This is psychological warfare. It's asymmetrical war. It's fifth generational war. It's attacking your spirit, attacking your soul, attacking your confidence, attacking your unity, attacking anything that will bring us together because they know that when we come together, we are an unstoppable force. There is no greater power other than God Almighty than unified humanity. And the enemy knows that they simply cannot exist amongst unified humanity. The only thing they can do is seek to divide us and conquer us and kill us. But they can't stand toe to toe with us. That's why they have to use deception. That's why they have to try to go after our psychology. And attack us spiritually because it's the only way. It's their only path to victory is breaking us down. And that is what my main message is today, is that we cannot allow the enemy to break us down. And I will go to my grave fighting for however long it takes to remind all of us what this is really about, who and what we really are. And what we need to be fighting for.
and what we need to be redefining and what we need to say no to and reject and recognize in that process the power that we have to manifest anything. Not only to defeat this evil, but to shape this world according to our passion, according to what's true and what's beautiful and what's just. And that is exactly what is happening. And so I take great faith in that. And amidst, like I, I've talked about, amidst all the unanswered questions, all the uncertainty, all the fear, all the doubt, all the worry, all the fog of war and the deception. I rest in that faith and knowing that God always had a plan. This was his plan from the beginning. It remains his plan. He is in charge. He has his hand on all of it, on all of us individually and on humanity as a whole. He is guiding us. It's not a comfortable process, but that's not how God operates. He gives us the greatest gifts, the greatest blessings through pain and through suffering and through uncertainty and fear and everything that we have to navigate because it brings us closer to him and to each other in the process. And that's what we're fighting for. That's what this war is really all about, folks. So hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to cut it short today because actually I've been recording, I think, for about 40 minutes. So that's good. Uh, it went by quickly. But yeah, I have to cut it here because I have some errands that I need to run. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Please hit that like button and let me know in the comments. I love reading the comments. I love hearing your reactions to my work. Also, I just want to mention really quickly, folks, if you're inclined to support what I do and help me move in the direction of becoming a full-time podcaster, you can click the links in the description. There's patriotswitch.com slash patriot underground, best company out there for all of your household and personal products. These are things that you're going to buy anyway. You might as well buy them from a company that is competing directly against the big box conglomerates. That's Patriot Switch, and they have a 90-plus percent retention rate. You've heard me talk about how amazing the products are, how high quality. I mean, it's just incredible, folks. These products are amazing. You will not be disappointed. Click that link today. Also, I want to mention PatriotUndergroundGold.com. You've heard me talk a lot about it. I'm not going to go into a great amount of detail, but suffice to say, folks, now is the time to protect your retirement savings, your 401k and your IRA and to move them into precious metals. I'm working with the best company in the business. They reached out to me to partner with me. I was beyond honored that they wanted to have that partnership. I immediately jumped at the opportunity because I see that it's a no brainer. This is a, an ongoing financial collapse. The banks are gonna continue to fail. And with all the unanswered questions about the QFS and the EBS and the mirroring process and the stock market, it is very wise to move everything that you have and that you've earned over the years into a safe harbor. And historically, gold, silver, precious metals are always a safe harbor 
during times of financial turmoil. And let me tell you something, folks, we haven't seen anything yet. Make that move today, folks. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. PatriotUndergroundGold.com. Now is the time. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I love each and every one of you. I'll be back soon with another report. But until then, God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out.